2: Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. <laughs> Suck it, Lakers.
1: Welcome in to the PHNX Suns VIP Lounge, brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman and Espo and the Phoenix Suns whooped up. On to the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Lakers, beating them 121-110 to 110, and officially eliminating them oh, from playoff let's, contention. Let's, oh. let's pour
2: one out for the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't even like
3: to waste beer like that, to be oh, honest with you.
2: It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> just pour that out. The whole, oh, thing, huh? the the whole thing? thing, The whole thing? The whole thing. Oh, man. <laughs> so nice to see LA out. Oh, and by the way, okay, this, the, the great win for the Suns, too. Big things there, too. So fantastic to see the Los Angeles Lakers, the vaunted franchise, the team that has it all, not getting anything this year, and the Phoenix Suns being the one to put the nail through the coffin. I suppose you just went off the rails right off the bat, huh? What? Well,
1: <laughs> that's where we were going. That's exactly oh, I where know we're that. going. <laughs> I mean, let's go to the bar. Let's just start the slander right away. Let it all out. Everyone can have their fun. And then we'll talk a little bit more about the Suns. So take us to the bar.
2: Let's go to the bar. Say it with me, everybody. One, cocoon! Two, three, two, three, Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand Jesus the Jesus, Lindsay, you're <laughs> failing us tonight. Enjoy your vacation, <laughs> Lakers. We got bigger things to take care of here in Phoenix.
1: Oh, my gosh. You guys are hilarious. I mean, how, how are you feeling? Uh,
2: I mean how could you not feel great
3: tonight especially on the heels of everybody and i okay <laughs> let me just say 90% of of suns fans on sunday were ready to just just cry about the way things were going it's all falling apart they bamboozled us for 62 games what is going on and then they absolutely stomped all over the lakers graves tonight it was fantastic it was beautiful it was uh It was a nice turnaround for the last couple of games.
2: And it's exactly what they wanted to do. This is why you rest your starters versus OKC and you go full force against the Lakers because you knew you could do this at home and take care of business and embarrass the team that was supposed to be one of the best in the West.
1: All right, Sean in the chat said, it's not slander if it's true. You're correct. I used the wrong word. We're just talking a little bit of trash (laughs) over here on the PHNX Sun show right now because there was so much trash talked all season long about the Lakers and the Suns specifically. How many people were like, I'm hearing the Lakers are saying if they get the Suns in the first round, they're sitting exactly where they want them and all this kind of stuff. There's one really famous
2: guy that said it. Can we show that? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's go.
1: I mean, I think we get, I think, I think we deserve an apology. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say.
2: Shaquille O'Neal headline quote, uh, powerful sources within the Lakers say they're right where they want to be. Rather face sons than warriors or <laughs> enjoy your off season with absolutely no play in. Yeah.
3: I mean, listen, every Laker out there is full of shit. They're all <laughs> full of shit. They've all been smoking from the freaking freeloader pipe for the last freaking 50 what 50 years maybe since bus <laughs> took over they've all been a bunch of bandwagon fans I hate laker fans I hate Lakers I hate them all every single one of them they're all frauds they're all front runners and when things start to go bad like they did this year which we called at the very very beginning of the season and we'll We have that clip for you, too. Uh, You just knew this was going off the rails. And then they tried to get the geriatric crew together to try and make this all happen. Like, as if bringing back Carmelo Anthony, who was washed up and used, uh, could somehow salvage this season for the Lakers. And then they brought in Russell Westbrook. Just a disaster after a disaster after a disaster. LeBron James leading this entire effort. And I'm so happy that this team is not going to be in the plan so that I don't have to listen to this dumb shit from guys like Shaq, who clearly don't know what is going on with this team or this organization right now. They have no pulse on what's going on. A Disney out here trying to talk shit, talking (laughs) about, yeah, we're gonna you know, they knew what, what would have happened last year. No, you know what would have happened? You still haven't won since the last time you beat the the Suns, which was what, game three? Preach That is absolutely it. They got torched. What's this? Seven games in a row now? Shut the fuck up. Sit in your freaking lounge chairs on the goddamn beach. Hallelujah. Enjoy the sand in your crack and have fun.
2: Hallelujah.
1: You made your watch go off. Get <laughs> on your banana boat. Hello, sir. <laughs> wow! I'm trying to right. figure
2: out what the freeloader pipe is. I'm trying to. I'm trying to imagine what the freeloader you know, pipe stick is. Stick that in your pipe off. and oh, smoke there, it. There we that, go. You know, that was the. I'm loving it. So that that was
1: everything I
2: could hope for. People have been waiting that. for a
3: rant for a while. So this I, I is true. Give them to them.
1: This is a great time to rant though, because it's a positive rant. You're not even ranting about something that's mad. Like you, don't, there's nothing to be mad about no, right now. No, it's This beautiful. is all wonderful. Like we're we're sitting in a nice situation. The Lakers are officially out, so people can stop talking about them now. They're not going to. They're absolutely not going to. I think, well, who was it, Kendrick Perkins? Was oh, yeah. like, he came out and tweeted, do we have all of these tweets? We scoured the internet. I'm kidding. We looked for 20 seconds on Twitter and found some gems of some tweets that came out. Well, there was the tweet before, the last the tweet before that. Did you get the tweet before seconds.
3: that? So the, the one to, to preface this one. Was Kendrick Perkins talking about how um, you know it's a it's one of the biggest disgraces in NBA history that this team did not make the playoffs? Um, and then somebody had quote tweeted or had commented underneath it said, "This you uh, and Perk saying that the Lakers could win seventy games this year." Did- Perk has been kind of spot on this year. This was the most egregious error by Perk. I have seen in his entire career the fact that he would absolutely believe that this team had any fucking shot at beating the Suns in any way, shape, or form, or beating half the teams in the league is just so
2: damn right. It's just outright embarrassment. Did they outright win, embarrassment? Did they win seventy over the last two seasons? I gotta go back and look at what they won no. regular season last year. But I, hey man, I, I, this is not the biggest failure in NBA history. Because so many people called it. We saw it coming. This is like watching, uh, you know, two cars about to collide. And you go, this car wreck's going to be horrible. And nobody seems to be able to get out of the way of it. This was destined to fail from the beginning. And this is LeBron James being GM and coach and failing at it. Like, that's what this comes down to. This isn't uh, This isn't Frank. This isn't Polinka, This is this is on LeBron. This was the team LeBron James wanted. And he got it. And this is what happens.
3: I, I will say this. One thing, real quick, one thing about this whole ordeal. Like, I understand. I, I'm i not a LeBron fan under any, in any way, shape, or form. But I did think it was kind of overkill for people trying to bury LeBron for going to the bathroom in the third quarter. Agreed. And then coming back to the bench. Like, He didn't leave the team. He came back to the bench like let my man have a have a piss and be okay with it. You know what I mean? Like,
2: geez. Hey, I mean, he could have just gone right on the floor. I mean, that's been the Lakers brand this year is relieving themselves on the court, basically.
1: Uh, Brian with the super chat says super chat for the energy. Saul is bringing a night. So keep it up, Saul. Thank you, sir. All right. So we've touched on it a little bit. We've been saying from the jump, this isn't going to work out for the Lakers, but the national media definitely wanted things to end differently, but we got the receipt. So it's time to take your shot presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. This Uh was from... Early
3: on. Yeah, Shane. I in think the season. I, I think I referred to something like this in game motherfucking one against the Lakers. Let's run that real quick. Run, <laughs> run, run. Chris Paul, get your old ass up the court and give it to the young guys that can sprint and go and run these old fucks out of the building. <laughs> That's how I feel about this.
2: So you gave the NBA the whole recipe for That success. was it.
3: That was the blueprint. All you had to do was just run, run, run. And what did the Suns do in the third quarter? They ran, 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 ran the fucking Lakers out of the building. I got it that was, assignment. There you go. I appreciate that, <laughs> Linz. So, yeah, that's tonight's Take Your Shot because, uh, yeah, the Lakers tried to take their shot, and now they can go take a shot somewhere else on the beach.
1: And we've been trying to tell people for a really long time. We've been, we've been asking. We've been pleading. We've been talking to the national media like, hey, Come on over to this side. The grass literally is greener on this side. Let the Lakers have the season that we all know they're going to have. So, sorry. Now it's time to. Now you have to come over, but you're not welcome anymore. COVID 19 <laughs> vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Uh, taboo tidbits with the super chat. Since LeBron decided to troll Jay Crowder on that post moving game. Last playoffs, the Suns have won the last seven games by an average of 17 points. CP3, 12 assists, and one turnover. Deuces, LA.
2: The Jay Crowder salsa curse has taken down the Lakers. Yeah. Spicy Jay hitting them with the salsa dance. I wish he had done it tonight again. Run up to LeBron, give him a little salsa, and and say goodnight, everybody. It would have been great. It would have been.
1: I. I feel like everyone at the arena would have lost it had Jay oh, busted man. out a salsa.
3: I mean, you know, but you could tell all night that the Suns just were done with the Lakers. Like yeah. they were just done. Devin came out. You could see it in his eyes like he was not fucking around tonight for sure. Jay gave a little little chirping over there. Um, the Suns bench was into it. That's how you know that, that the Suns are the Suns is when the bench... Is is jumping up, hooting and hollering and they're into the game because it energizes the guys on the court as well, cause they gas each other up, which is beautiful. That's what you want from your teammates. And uh tonight against the Lakers, they were absolutely all over the place, especially in that third quarter. It was just so beautiful to watch.
2: Yeah. Have we uh have we heard what eighties excuses tonight? Like uh <laughs> If they had a time machine and they could go back mm-hmm. to the bubble mm-hmm. and smother the Suns, that they'd win all the championships na- mm-hmm. now? Mm-hmm. Is that the excuse? Like, the has got some kind of crap he's pulling out of the bag. You, you didn't know. hear? What is it now?
1: He wasn't 100%. Uh, well, he's never 100%. Yeah, that's right. the reason. Right? Yeah. He's never 100%. <laughs> you know what 100%. losers do?
2: Make excuses. There you go.
1: Make excuses. All right, let's go back to some of the tweets. That we saw from tonight's game, because I think there's a handful that we just have to give a little bit of love to. Shane, you put them on the screen, and we'll go in order based off of what you provide with us. Um, This (laughs) one was a good one. So this one came from Jerome813 on Twitter. To the Lake Show and all of Laker Nation tonight, (laughs) and it is the OG Tweety Bird. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. But instead of Bugs Bunny who is it
2: oh it, it's usually porky pig oh it's porky you got, pig you got My lebron bad. james uh, that, 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 that's all folks good enjoy it enjoy the vacation that's
3: very on brand too because it's like you know the whole space jam thing as oh, well yeah. too so yeah. that's well well cl- that was very clever
1: that was very clever what else do we have shane what's next
2: Oh, oh, we get we go back in the way back machine. This is what we call an ice cold freezing take. Uh, LeBron James saying, uh, tweeting back on August 4th, keep talking about my squad, our personnel, our personal ages, the the way they shame we can't
3: see the we screen. We can't buddy. see the screen.
2: Thank the you. way they play, we're past our time in this league, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do me a favor, please, and I mean please, praying emoji. Keep that same narrative energy when it begins. That's all I ask. Thank you. Don't worry, we're keeping that same energy. <laughs> that energy, and we're gonna keep it has all. Not off left season at two. All. Enjoy it, LeBron.
1: I mean, we could go on and on for days because there were just so many good tweets. There was one that I saw that somebody had. It was a bunch of of people in like a control room with headsets on, staring at some screens, and it was like the rest of the nba waiting for the lakers to be eliminated <laughs> from playoff contention mm-hmm. like they you knew everybody had the tweets locked and loaded and we're just waiting for the perfect time to send them all
3: real quick i i do want to give a shout out to a- anthony davis you know why because there was a conspiracy theory you know what if you if you played last year you still would have lost but i'll give you this conspiracy theory the denver nuggets the san antonio spurs and the phoenix suns all conspired today to (laughs) whoop your ass out of the fucking playoffs so nobody would have to be subjected to LeBron and you anymore, AD. So how's
2: that for a conspiracy theory? Thanks, Nuggets. We appreciate your help tonight. Thank you.
1: That was another tweet. It was the, look at us, who'd have thought? When they were like, the Spurs and the Suns (laughs) team up to eliminate the Lakers. Let's be
2: honest. It felt a little dirty to guarantee the Spurs
1: got in the play in,
2: but it was worth it.
1: (laughs) I mean, whatever works, right? And we're all feeling a little bit better because the Suns feel like they're back on track again, right? A good win for the Suns over the Lakers. Before you do
3: that, there is one little last Lakers thing before we get to all the positive Sun stuff. Can we can we bring that up real quick?
1: Go ahead. I don't know what so, it is.
3: Oh, do you have the 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 Lakers stat? So since 1984, 85, since the preseason title favorites were first announced. Before that season, the top two teams have never failed to make the playoffs. The Lakers, congratulations! You made history. You're the first team to
2: do so. Woo-hoo! We knew this team was a historic team. Congratulations, LeBron, AD, and Westbrook. Sorry, I just wanted to. Throw that
3: <laughs> oh out.
1: no, I just didn't know we had that one left. Or else oh, I absolutely oh, would have let oh, you do that. Absolutely. Um, okay, you guys ready to get into some more Suns stuff? Yes. Or do we have any final, no, final words for the Lakers? We stomped on, the on that grave. grave. Dancing we, on the <laughs> grave. <laughs> They're
3: good. Dancing on the grave. Okay, that's all I got.
1: <laughs> History was also made tonight for the Phoenix Suns. This team set the franchise record for wins in a season, and they did it on their own court. They got win number 63, officially the best team, of uh, the best Phoenix Suns team, win-wise.
2: Uh, let's just say it. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in franchise history. Suck it, 92-93. Suck oh, it, oh four, oh five. 4 This hey. is the best team ever, right here. Hey, hey, wow. hey.
3: We don't. We don't have to cancel our own
2: guys. Well, we just did. No sixty three. No greater than sixty two. I know no. math or so <laughs> this team is now number one. Congratulations.
1: It is, and it it as much as I hated Sunday's game, and as much as I hated Friday's game. It is nice that they were able to do that at home in front of their fan base, uh, and a little icing on the cake beating the Lakers too at the same time, considering how much this fan base has just really despised the Lakers. It was the plan the whole time. It was the plan the whole time. <laughs> I tried time. to convince myself of that on it Sunday. It was the plan. they oh, yeah, were like, I like Friday in Memphis, ah, we'll
3: roll everybody out there. But hey, we don't really, want play. I don't really care. And then they got to OKC and they're like, yeah, R- Book and DA were definitely like, yeah, we're not playing in this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, this, is, this is the plan. The, the fans deserve to have this moment. Like... We have put in a lot of work (laughs) cheering on the heartache, a lot of heartache. (laughs) But these last two seasons, I just got to say thank you, sons, for making this so pleasurable. It's been fantastic. And tonight to do this at the Lakers
2: expense is just so fucking perfect. I I joked on Twitter. Is this what the other side of hard feels like? Right. (laughs) I get it. There's a bigger goal. But tonight felt pretty damn good. I'll enjoy the moment while I can. We'll worry about the playoffs in a week. But tonight was fun and exactly what you hope for as a sports fan. You got to beat your, your rival. You got to knock him out of the playoffs. You got to set a franchise record. It doesn't get better than that.
1: I mean, listen, as much as you say, like, as a fan, this one is one for us to kind of take in and have a little extra oomph around are trash talking on Twitter and whatnot, I guarantee you this one meant a smidge more to the players as well. Devin, you can just tell. You can just tell in his demeanor, the way he plays against the Lakers, that he is annoyed with that team. Well, especially, we
2: remember what AD said before that last Mm -hmm. Suns game that he didn't even play in. This is the first time Devin got to go head-to-head with AD and this Lakers team. Uh, out there, since that comment, and you knew he wanted to take it to him. Yeah. You knew he wanted to, and he went out there and did it. Like, Devin Booker goes next level when he feels slighted or when the lights are the brightest. He had both the lights of the NBA on him tonight and felt slighted. He was spectacular. I love that man. I love when he smells blood in the water. They took care of business in large part because of what he could do. Are you kidding me right now, Calvin Green?
1: Who, what are you talking about? He
3: said, Saul, so get some cocoa butter for those knees. First of all, my knees are nice and lotioned up. So stop, stop, stop checking me out.
1: <laughs> uh, Gerald Bourget came in with a cool stat. We actually have a couple of cool stats around uh, this historic night for the Suns. Gerald said, only 26 teams in NBA history have won 63 times in an 82 game season. 15 of those teams went on to win it all. So the odds are pretty good there. And then we also got a really cool stat uh from StatMuse for Chris Paul who has actually been a part of quite a few of these types of celebrations. Saul, you want to break this one down. 2008
3: for us? Hornets, 2014 Clippers, 2018 Rockets, and the 2022 Phoenix Suns all set franchise records in the con- common denominator for wins in a season and the common denominator is the one, the only, the point god himself Chris Paul
2: the the difference though this time there's going to be a ring at the end of it if they keep playing this way if they keep playing this way he will accomplish something that he's never accomplished as well
3: he's gotten so close so many times he's gotten well I mean last year was the closest he ever got but it seemed like each one of those teams uh came with like uh, the next round right the next closest thing uh he got to Houston he got all the way to the Western Conference Finals. They're one win away, and he pulls his hamstring, can't play. Um, then he gets here, gets all the way to um, you know the 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 finals, two wins away, can't quite get the job done. I hope that trend continues because that means we'll be celebrating on Central in freaking June, and it'll be beautiful.
1: <laughs> Will it be beautiful or hot? I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it can be
3: kidding. 200 <laughs>
2: degrees. For real. And it'll be the best moment we Melt we've my feared. face off. My, I'm out there. My tears will quench my <laughs> thirst and will cool my body. I do not need to worry about how hot it's going to be in June.
1: <laughs> I
2: yeah. such... What? <laughs> I, just, I will be emotional is what I'm trying to say. Oh, my god! Give me that Larry O'Brien.
3: I mean, I'm... I have it on good authority. Espo has already said that he will, he will just run up and down Central with his shirt off. Just shaking no. and enjoy. I'll Espo cry like cry. a baby. No, I'll Espo yeah. Oh, cry. no. Listen, if they win the championship, the champagne and tears will be a flowing in this building. <laughs> I promise you that.
1: <laughs> we're not gonna get our deposit back after that. Nope. No. This place is gonna no. be a mess. Nope. <laughs> Hot Br- mess. Bring your
3: goggles because we're gonna have some fun. Oh As John Eberly says in the chat, it's a championship parade. Clothing is optional. No comment. Okay,
2: cool. Awesome.
3: I'm just, I, I don't just know how to a bad respond
1: mental to that. image. I'm just,
0: sorry.
1: I didn't know how to respond to that, I'll be honest with you.
2: I, I've met John in person. Sorry, John. I, I, I hope that the clothing is fully on. No,
1: no offense. <laughs> uh, a lot of people in the chat are just talking about how much they love Devin Booker. Uh, there was a really cool comment uh, pretty far up that I can't find right now. But essentially, it was just, oh, here it is from Bailey. D-Book deserves this. He's been through so much crap. Now we are contenders. He's all NBA, MVP candidate. He's going to be the best son of all time. I have said this multiple times leading up to this franchise record for wins, that I'm glad it's this team that owns that record. Because while the the teams of the past have their own specialness to them, Right. For me, this team is extra special because I've been a part of it. Like, I've been through the thick of it Mm -hmm. with them. Literally, Uh, too. Yeah. And it's just been really cool to kind of see how this team has shifted. And I love that Devin has been here for the ride the whole time. Like, he started in the darkest of times with the Suns. And he stuck by us. He stuck through it. And he worked his butt off. And he is the reason... He is the common denominator for why we are where we are as well, because yes, Chris Paul has had a tremendous amount of impact on this team, but it, again, it all starts with Devin.
3: One of the cool things about Devin is that he just understands where he sits in this franchise, um, you know, and its history. And Shotgun Two Thirteen. If you knew anything about basketball, you know that the Suns have not existed for seventy-five years, so you can shut up and go on somewhere else. Um, and 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 when I say that. Al McCoy had his, his you know he had his ceremony several years I think it may have be been Devin's rookie year or second year, uh, and his, yeah it was and, his rookie. Year. And Devin made it a point to come out of the locker room and watch that ceremony. And yeah. Al yeah. and yeah. Al said at that day that it was it was a very special moment for him because one of the young up and coming players actually took the time to respect what he meant to the organization. And then you fast forward to today. And Bailey had said it in the chat earlier, and several other people have said it in the chat as well. That Devin took off his jersey, autographed it, and gave it to Al after this franchise-setting win. That is just absolute class by mm-hmm. Devin Booker. Um, and we we're, we're fortunate to have him as part of this organization because you see LeBron, you see guys like KD, you see g- guys like um, James Harden, and and people that always want the easy way out. And Devin Booker is not one of those dudes. He is built a different way. He's built like Kobe. He's built like Michael Jordan. He's built like those dudes that stuck it out through thick and thin and made it work with their organizations. And um, I hope, I hope he gets the benefit of that reward big time with a championship yep. ring because
2: he deserves it more than anybody else in franchise history. He respects what the fans have gone through. Yep. He understands what this team means to the city. What he means. What he has a chance to do here it means a lot to Devin Booker and in turn means even more to us now as fans because we see that we see the respect he has for Phoenix. We know that when he said Phoenix is my city, like I don't want to go anywhere else that that wasn't platitudes. It wasn't bullshit. It was exactly what he meant. And he's living up to what, what we expected of him and what we hoped that this team and this franchise could accomplish. I love that he respects all of that and what it means to each and every one of us. And I hope because of that, that he gets to lift that Larry O'Brien trophy and become the greatest son of all time because he deserves it. And, you know, it's only been, what, seven years he's been here? But he means as much as any other player in this franchise history. And I feel comfortable saying that because of what he's gone through, how he's respected each and every one of us, and what this franchise means to this town. Hats off to Devin Booker. A lot more to accomplish, but I love that he acknowledges the history. And as Saul said, what a guy like Al McCoy means to so many Suns fans, that he was and has been the soundtrack of what, Phoenix Suns basketball is hats off to Devin Booker for recognizing that.
1: Well, and he wrote on it, he said, to Al the Legend franchise record book, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Like that, that's going to be a really cool keepsake for Al and his family for years and years and years mm-hmm. to come, um, which is its just really awesome. Another cool thing that I saw, Kellen Olson tweeted out that Monty Williams said that the Suns decided to give the game ball to Jay Gaspar who is the Suns' head equipment manager, and he has been with the organization for 34 years. And Espo and I can tell you, (laughs) Jay is one of the best human beings out there. Like He is such a stand-up dude. He's so kind. He loves this team so much, and he works his ass off.
2: So that's awesome. He started as a ball boy for the Suns when I think he was 15. It was the late 80s, and he's been here ever since... Through thick and thin, that is amazing to me. I consider Jay a personal friend and that I know that that means the world to him. That hats off to the team for doing that because mm-hmm. he's been here through through all of it just like Al. That is a very, very classy move and I know that means the world to Jay tonight.
1: Yeah, that, that one was... When I saw that, I was like, oh, that got me in the feels a little bit because yeah. I think that... Anytime, I think one of the biggest things that's that's really cool about this team is, you know, I'm not I'm not in the thick of it anymore, like down in the trenches with them. However, this team has always been, and I know that with Monty and Devin still there at the helm, and everything I know about Chris Paul, they're the exact same way. This team has always been fairly inclusive of the people around them, yeah. right? Like yeah. the people who are shooting the videos, the equipment managers. Even um, game night staff, right? Like people they don't even get to see that often at practices and stuff. But they're very inclusive of that group of people. And I think that's really cool. And it's somewhat unique across sports. It's becoming more and more commonplace. But it's not It's not just an overarching like everyone is welcome in. And this team does that. And I think that's really neat.
3: Yeah, You guys have a unique perspective, to be honest with you. Like you guys spent every day... Um, with the team uh, during some of the rough, rough parts of Suns history, you know what I mean. So to be able to, you know, see your guys's reaction to this happening, I think honestly that's that's probably one of the coolest things that's happened on this show.
2: I got honestly, I mean, hearing the Jay thing, I'm not it's, gonna lie, it's it got sweet. me. It actually got me a bit emotional because I know, I I mean, I know what that means to Jay, what it means to so many people mm-hmm. who are in that building who stuck it out, who have dealt with tons of crap and all sorts of different things on and off the court uh, to be able to be a part of that. And and again, so much more to accomplish, but, but that's, that's really cool. Monty, Monty and James Jones have talked about culture and, and what that means. And, you know, a lot of other GMs, presidents, whatever you want, uh, it's platitudes, it's, it's talk. They've changed it. They, at least on the basketball operation side, They've changed it. So uh so big ups to them on that.
1: <laughs> so not to completely derail us Uh-oh. here.
2: Oh he's taking us off the rails.
1: Well, it's a super chat that is taking us off the rails. Okay. Laptop sniffer. Okay. <laughs> uh with the super chat said for eight and a half million dollars post tax, would you never watch or listen to a basketball game for the rest of your life?
3: Is do I have a choice to watch or listen?
1: You can't do either. Uh,
3: for eight point five million? Why eight point five million?
1: I don't know. It's is just that the number they that? What threw if out. this
2: guy has eight point five million that he's sitting on that he'll drop in the super <laughs> chat if you say yes? Yes, yes.
3: There you go. Drop yes. in the super chat. The yes, yes. That's I it. will never watch another game again. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> by,
2: by the way, John Eberle in the chat at that I gave a hard time to that none of us saying none of us would want to see him naked has actually been quite nice here saying, interacting with Espo and sons Twitter during those dark years was one of the few positives. Uh, I appreciate that. It, mm. that was, we all got through that together and I made a lot of great friends oh, along that. Uh, so I'm glad, I'm glad we're getting to enjoy this run now.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's just the biggest takeaway is that we've said this a hundred times, but We'll say it again throughout the whole entire playoffs because it is important to remember because this doesn't come around that often or it hasn't. It will, but it hasn't. So as we're getting used to being on this side of things, enjoy every moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't take it for granted. Be Have fun with it, um, which I think is another way to kind of get us into this kind of topic about how we felt on Friday and Sunday after that game. Which I know you guys aren't really keen on. But I do think it's a valuable conversation to have. And I for do sure. think it's something that a lot of us are going through. So David at the Four Point Play tweeted this out um, earlier today. And it says, I know I'm ready for the playoffs because, A, I have no in... um I can't read that. Hold on. <laughs> I
2: funny.
1: know I'm ready for the playoffs because I have... A, no interest in regular season games. B, I'm starting to get nervous. This year for me feels very different to last year. Last year felt like a free hit. The pressure is on this team now because of both how they have performed this season and what is um, on the not-too-distant horizon in the future. He said, I've banned myself from off-season discussion, but while the regular season has been in a lull. I'd be lying if I didn't admit my mind has started to wander. Now, to be fair, he did follow that up about fourth quarter, midway through the fourth quarter and said, never mind, this is fun. He responded to himself there. Tonight's game was fun, but I think this is just something that a lot of people are feeling right now because it's less anxiety about the team itself, I think, and more anxiety about the big picture because – it's been championship or bust since day 1 of the season, sure. you know what I mean? And now the, now the pressure's on.
3: Well, you know, it's you have to take it one day at a time. I mean, like in you know, the, this is the thing about anxiety. Like let's be real. Like I I've I suffer from anxiety. My guy over here yeah, suffers. There's sure a lot I of do. us here that suffer from anxiety and you have to take things one day at a time and you can only control what you can control. And with this team, we have no control on how they show up to the gym and play on a day-to-day basis. But what we do have control of is supporting them every day as hard as we can, day in, day out, and hope that that's enough and that's what will take them over the top. I think we saw a little bit, and we kind of learned a little bit last year uh, from the playoffs, and how intense the arena was, how crazy it was in the arena from the first game all the way through the last game. It was It was insane. That's the type of energy we need to resume this season, um, and you get flashes of it throughout the year during the regular season. Tonight, there was a couple of runs that you kind of made you feel like hyped, but there's nothing like the playoffs. And and if you've sat through, we just talked about sitting through that long, awful ten year period of bad basketball. Um, we haven't really had bad basketball since the bubble. The bubble's been great. Yeah. And, and, and if you just think about the big picture, that's what these guys are going to do. But again, you have to attack it one day at a time. I,
2: I don't know about anybody else. Tonight felt cathartic in a lot of ways, right? Uh, that, okay, there are things to be worried about <laughs> at times uh, in this world. But right now, Phoenix Suns basketball isn't one of them. This is a great team. Sure, they lost two in a row when they weren't caring. They took care of business tonight. The rest of the, the rest of the regular season doesn't matter. Let's be very clear. Whatever happens, they go 500, they lose out. None of it matters in that scheme of things. The playoffs will bring its own level of anxiety because that's what the playoffs are. Mm-hmm. When there is, when there is you know pressure on the line like that, there will be anxiety. Every minute of a playoff game is a different level of, of stress. But it's good. We For for a decade, we longed for the opportunity to feel that. And we will live and die with every moment of this playoffs. And buckle up, because it'll be fun. There will be moments where we, where we panic because of what's going on. There will be moments that we're elated. I mean, just think about last year's playoff run. But hopefully, in the end, they're going to do something we've never seen. That's the way this team is built on both ends of the court.
1: P dog in the chat said I suffer from sun Yeah, true. <laughs> I was like that's exactly it's what it is, and, and
3: I do I do recognize what uh, what uh, the the guy with the the tweet said. David, in ter- yeah, David sa- was saying uh, from the four point play about you know like thinking about how nervous he's going to be in the playoffs already and like. Bro, we still got like over a week, or I, two weeks.
1: I think that's but, the reason is that it's these weeks where they don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean? Because we've never
3: really been in this position exactly. for a long so time. so
1: we've got, we've had this handful of weeks now in these games that have sucked because it, they don't matter to the team. Mm-hmm. Team took some nine-offs, like, it doesn't matter for anything, really. And, but we've never been here, so this is a weird situation to feel like, oh, we're, we're just chilling.
3: And I think that's the reason why we saw two days in a row of people, like, kind of being anxious about like why this team was struggling against you know uh, a memphis team who was basically missing everybody and okc like people were harnessing that anxiety and then they're like oh my god do we suck again like no we don't suck again we're
2: gonna be all right but this is what happens in life when there's big moments that you anticipate right you sit there and when there's time before it, you start to think about it. You go, or at least I do. I shouldn't I shouldn't paint with a wide brush. But those of us who have anxiety sit there and think about it. We wonder what's going to happen. What could go wrong? That's just part of having a big moment that you're anticipating that you care about. If you didn't feel that, you just didn't care, right? It's just not a big deal if you're not feeling that. I would be more worried if, if some fans were like, eh all right, whatever, like, then you just don't care as much. Being nervous is normal when you're sitting and waiting for something to start that you care
1: about. Well, and I think the reason why a lot of the anxiety is coming out is like nervous around this team and those losses. I don't think people are genuinely nervous about those specific losses. I think it's future anxiety that is coming out in the present.
2: Yeah. Oh, is is, trying to read the tea leaves because you're sitting and waiting. Exactly. Does this mean something? Does
1: it not? Which I mean, I guess you could say is that's what anxiety well, that's is. Yeah, definitely, exactly. definitely. But that's what I mean. Like this is causing what we're going to be worried about in the playoffs to come out now. So I, I do think people realize though that this team, this team is solid, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and the playoffs are going to be a blast. We just have to sit through another week of, or two weeks actually. Well, no, well, other, well, a week a, of games and a week days, not.
2: Basically.
1: That's yeah. two weeks in my. I luck. mean,
2: but but at least we get <laughs> to watch the play in and go. Ooh, the sun's gonna play. That's true. Like, it's, how is this gonna play?
3: It'll end up being about eight days from Sunday to Sunday. They play Sunday, uh, they're done. We're talking yeah, about yeah. like yeah, from now from
2: now till then since nothing really oh, means yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: But we still have to talk about them yeah. and watch them. That sounds
2: dark. Nothing really means anything. Yeah. I mean it's true. It's true.
1: <laughs> Golden Boys said you so you guys want to talk about who we're picking in this year's draft? No, no. Nobody. Not There's no pick. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. All right, let's hand out some flowers from tonight's game. We've got a Draft King, King of the game to name, and tonight it is going to DeAndre and DeAndre and finished with 22 points, 13 rebounds. He was 10 of 14 from the field. Four of those rebounds were offensive rebounds, which has been an emphasis uh, as of late for this team. So, congratulations to Da, our Draft King, King of the game.
2: Yeah, there was a stretch there late in the second and into the third where his rebounds, those second second chances that they were getting, uh, his shots, he he kept them, you know, with the lead, pushed them to it, and and I think very much was the reason that they were able to jack-stomp the Lakers by the end of it. So great game from Da. This is what you want to see as he ramps up for the playoffs. Uh, I was I was very impressed with Da tonight. He was fantastic. You know me; I'm all <laughs> da all the time.
3: Like he he played he played hard uh, from beginning to end, and that's what you know. That's the thing that we kind of question about da from time to time is his effort level and can he bring it every single night. Um, he I think he took the the matchup with with Anthony Davis a little personal as well, oh, yeah. and he played a little bit harder, played stronger, um, and. Listen, he's going to have to do that in the playoffs. This is a great kind of snapshot on what we should expect. Um, And these next three games, honestly, they could lose all three games and I could give a shit less. I'm not going to panic about it. I'm just ready for the playoffs to start, and I think D.A. is too.
1: Yeah, this whole team is. But I think I kind of feel like I'm most excited to see DeAndre in the playoffs this year of all the people on the team simply because of like what you said. We've been questioning Da. Um, just consistency throughout the regular season. If DA is 100%, 98% consistent throughout the playoffs, I'm okay with an up-and-down consistency in the regular season mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. an up-and-down consistency from DA in the regular season, this team still locks in the one seed, right? And he'll get more consistent as he grows and develops mm-hmm. and matures in his craft. But if he's 100% consistent in the playoffs, whew, That's going to be some entertaining basketball, that's for sure.
2: Look, he was at times inconsistent. They set the franchise record for wins. Mm -hmm. Like, he's done it. He is on the verge of of being the greatest sun center of all time, as well. That's how how well he's played. They have not had very many good centers (laughs) in this franchise. I was just trying
3: to think, I was like, wait, they haven't had really.
2: Yeah, if you count Amari as a center, you can kind of make that argument Alvin Adams is the only other guy you can really point at he was six nine and and only averaged 15 points for his career in the end like look DeAndre Ayton is got an opportunity to earn his bag right in the playoffs and I hope the man does it whether it's here in Phoenix or somewhere else I hope I hope it's here Ooh. but go out and earn Ooh. your money big man Ooh. go earn it
3: no, don't go anywhere. Let's else. Let's not
1: go down that rabbit hole. Let's route. not start on, that because you're about to set
3: the chat off. Um, Watch what you say well, in my house. Well, we already have a handful of people in back.
1: the <laughs> chat uh, talking about. Are we going to be able to pay to keep all these guys together? I'm anxious <laughs> about that. We're not there yet, guys.
3: Uh, yo, let's out. Right. listen. Let's chill. Yeah, out. It may, the day after the Suns either win the championship or eliminated, maybe we'll start talking about that. Yeah. But we cannot. We we will not and cannot. Go to that level. We got too many other things to worry about and be anxious about. We're not going there yet. Not yet.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Hello in the chat. Espo. quote, Shaq is overrated. Uh, In Phoenix, he was. Shaq was not that great in Phoenix. I'm talking in Phoenix, what they did. Not all time anywhere that they played before they came to Phoenix's centers.
1: Hey, did you guys know that golf um season is in full swing now? <laughs> what is golf? That's what I said. It, golf season it, is in full swing. Uh, yeah. Why are we talking about golf? Well, because You're right sure now on the DraftKings Sportsbook so app, you can get in on all the action. And here, I got a really There's cool deal. There's action in golf? Yeah, this one's oh. neat. New customers can bet $5 on golf's first major and get $25 in free bets for every birdie Bryson DeChambeau sinks in the first round.
2: $5 and Bryson DeChambeau? That I, sounds I like a good DeChambeau, time. I didn't I? Yeah, you did. DeChambeau.
1: I knew I was going to screw up his name.
2: Bryson Rochambeau. Yes. Rochambeau. Bryson
1: DeChambeau. Sorry about that. $5 of a bet, and you can win $25 in free bets for every birdie Bryson DeChambeau sinks in the first round. So you could rack up some serious free bets here on the DraftKings Sportsbook. I gotta actually watch golf
2: because of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Draft DraftKings Sportsbook is a top-rated app with tons of ways to bet on golf. So if you're into golf, This is an app that you should try. Tons of ways. How
2: many ways could there be to bet on golf? You
1: know, one of these days we're going to make Saul read this because he always gives us like (laughs) funky faces. Like, okay, let's hear you read an ad, Saul. (laughs) You read an ad. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Uh, Use that promo code PHNX. Bet $5 and win $25 in free bets for every one of Bryson's birdies in the first round. Join the action for golf's first major with the code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. That is 21 and older only, Arizona only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5, minimum deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details.
2: Did you f- drop his last name on that last one? You got no, all familiar. The, no, the Bryson's. read did. Oh, no, I the read you...
1: did. It wasn't me, I swear. But I <laughs> I should have written it. I was going to go in and like write it phonetically for me to be able to pronounce easier, and I didn't know it. So,
2: it's Bryce Andrews from who, yes.
1: Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, you know, I want to give some flowers to Cam Johnson tonight, too. I know he wasn't on our list, but I do want to give him a few flowers because he did sink a few three-pointers tonight, and it feels like he's slowly looking better every single night. He spoke at Shootaround this morning. He said he's feeling more confident. He's he's just working on getting his wind underneath him, and I love to see that because that's going to be an important piece to the puzzle when playoffs come. Definitely.
2: Hey, Gerald's here. <laughs> you
3: just don't want to get flowers. That's
1: nice. Yes,
2: I agree. Wow. Cam Johnson deserves all the flowers, Lindsay. Wow! Hi, Gerald. Hi, everybody. How are you doing tonight? Hello, everybody. Did Did you get a game <laughs> ball out there or an autographed jersey tonight, Gerald?
0: I got neither of those things, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, tell Cam behind you.
2: We just gave yeah, him some do. damn flowers. Invite Cam over. Say, Cam, you want to come over and say hi to the people? Wait,
3: wait, Cam is busy because he's talking to some girls back there. I don't Maybe he's, he's you know. he's hey, a little hey, preoccupied hey. right now. Listen, <laughs> Rach,
1: and the, Rach gave us a super chat. Here's some flowers for the acting on that ad read. 10 out of 10 performance. Nice job. Nice job, Suck Lindsay. Suck Saul. Yeah, nothing, damn. nothing
2: to do
3: with Saul. Oh, I, I, right?
1: I, I, I didn't say you were bad.
3: I didn't say you were bad.
1: You didn't have yeah. to say it. Anyway, no, I Gerald, like what did Money say after tonight's game?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, especially after the last two games, this was a team <laughs> that was looking to find their joy again and winning a franchise record 63rd game against the Lakers, eliminating them from playoff contention. That's a pretty good way to find your joy again. Um, he was just very complimentary of everyone in the organization and how, you know, he, he goes anywhere in Phoenix and people will come up to him and tell them they've been lifelong fans or that. You know, the sons are their baby, I think was the phrase that he used. So he knows how much this kind of thing means to the fan base. And and he just kind of shared the praise for everyone in the organization, for all the fans that make this such a great place to play. Um, Obviously, their main objective is not done yet. They still have a couple of regular season games to go before the real fun starts. Um, But this is a group that likes to celebrate everything. He says that constantly. And so obviously, they are going to enjoy this one tonight knocking the lakers out getting that franchise record and uh kind of ending that two-game skid that they had where people were panicking for no reason
3: (laughs) i like how you threw (laughs) that in there gerald because we literally just (laughs) talked about that uh after we danced on the lakers grave tonight so Uh,
0: of course you have to do it
3: (laughs) overall did you did you just feel the energy was just much better tonight um especially like da da just seemed like he was a he was He's different than the last couple, several games. Actually, uh, he just he just seemed like he was on another level um, in in his in his play tonight.
0: Yeah, I asked Monty and uh, both D. A. and Chris Paul, who we got uh, in post game, about you know just finding that joy again because. It was very, you know, obviously when you lose, it's going to be harder to have fun out there. And when you're beating the Lakers by 20, it's easier. But it just seemed like even in the first half, they were playing a lot more like themselves. DA especially, like he, he looked great out there tonight. He looked That was playoff DeAndre Ayton there tonight. And I think that matchup against Anthony Davis is something that motivates him. You know, we've talked about this all the time when DA has like a task or a matchup like that. He is, you know, he always rises to meet that challenge. And we saw that again tonight. Obviously, Anthony Davis was a little bit hobbled there. Um, it didn't seem like he was fully mobile, but like DA just took advantage of it over and over and over again. Like and and that's exactly what you want to do. When is A D
3: not hobbled?
0: Everybody. When is AD not hobble?
3: He's always hobbling, he's always slow, he's always whining or wincing about something. He's made of glass and straw. I'm convinced of it at this point.
2: <laughs> Gerald any any indication from Monty if the the rest of the way they're going to kind of go back to resting starters. It felt like they had a point to make tonight against the Lakers, but I imagine now that the franchise record set, we may see, see some guys get some rest?
0: That's a great question, and actually you might be surprised at the answer because Monty was saying, you know, as much as they would like to rest, guys, if you look at the schedule, they play Sunday. That's their last regular season game, and then they probably won't play again until Saturday or Sunday for their first, uh, for their first round opponent, first game of the playoffs. So he said, you know, it's kind of like a mini all-star break with the way that the play-in kind of delays them starting their series so he said you know there's not really that much incentive for us to rest guys you know obviously they want to avoid injury and they're not going to be going full throttle in these last couple of games but this is a team that wants to continue to add to their win total um, to continue to distance themselves as the greatest regular season suns team of all time and and he's mentioned it before you know we don't want guys to decondition we don't want guys to get out of game shape we don't want guys to lose their rhythm so you know, especially after they kind of found it again tonight, I don't think they'll be playing heavy minutes, but I definitely don't think they'll be resting until maybe the last season, game of the season.
1: Did you get to talk to anybody else and, or anything else stand out to you?
0: Yeah, we, we talked to Chris and, and uh, DA. We didn't get a hold of Book. Obviously, they have the back-to-back in L.A. tomorrow, so they were trying to get out of there and just enjoy the plane ride together as a team. But Chris Paul, I don't know if you guys went over this yet, but he's the first player in NBA history to set a franchise record for wins with four different teams. Um, And so he was asked about that. And he was just basically also sharing the praise with everybody else. Um, The Suns gave the game ball to their equipment manager, Jay Gaspar, who's been with the team for about 34 years. Monty said that they uh, were kind of surprised he wasn't able to go to All Star with them when the coaching staff got the nod there. So. They wanted to make up for that. Um, And then obviously after the game, Devin Booker signing his game-worn jersey and giving it to Al McCoy, just a symbol of respect for how long he's been here and all that he's seen with this franchise. That was a pretty cool moment as well. Hopefully we'll get to hear from Booker about that tomorrow. Would have been nice to hear from him tonight, but what are you going to (laughs) do?
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, Gerald. We appreciate you checking in with us. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. Just remember guys, the Lakers have us right where they want us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thanks, Gerald. See you, buddy.
1: All right, guys. Let's round it out. Let's let's finish this show. Let's
2: finish strong.
3: You're already right, here. The- I'm literally like is, uh, I know. I haven't stayed
1: up this late for a game in a while. So it's been a minute since we've had a 7.30 p.m. tip. Also, yep.
3: everybody hit that like button. Please hit the like yes. button. Please, if you're watching us, hit the like button. Thank you. Okay. By the
2: way, we get, we get another one of these in like 21 hours.
1: I so. know. <laughs> okay, so. But
2: Shane's here to pep us up.
3: Let's He go. is.
1: But this is my favorite part. I know. About having a new partner is that we get new segments. And our new partner <laughs> Um, is OG's brands so we're welcoming welcoming them into the PHNX family. OG's is one of Arizona's first scratch made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable <laughs> cannabis oh, and peas products that flavor <laughs> life's journeys. <laughs> what is happening?
3: I'm just covering <laughs> my leg. So, well, Let put go... your
1: leg down.
3: But then it's comfortable like this. God, Saul, it's
1: not for the chat. <laughs> All right, so (laughs) back to my ad. Um, These edibles are not a one-size-fits-all product, which is why OG's is proud to offer a (laughs) wide range of products for all demographics and preferences. Their motto is flavoring life, and that's something we can all get behind. So if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O G-E-E-Z to find an OG's near you. Hit
3: that like No, Espo, stop with the Hel- voice. Hello. Not in this the ch- late
1: in the night. Hello in the chat asked for oh it. Oh my god, that no, hello. Hit no. Shane, what's our producer's so surprise for tonight?
3: <laughs> producer surprise. All right. So Do it. where's on- the graphic? I'm, I'm getting it. Hold on.
0: Damn in it. in honor of the Lakers. Um, taking their vacations. I thought of one of my favorite vacation spots, and that's Las Vegas. Um, so if you guys had a residency at a Las Vegas hotel, what would you be performing and why?
1: Oh, my God. What
3: would I be performing? Oh, man, that's tough.
1: Can it be what I wish I was good at and yeah. not actually what I was good at? literally be anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have it. Yeah, in, imaginary
0: for sure, for sure.
1: Okay, um... Do you know yours?
0: So I talked about this on our ASU show. Um, (laughs) You look like you'd be a magician. (laughs) Kind of. Um, I thought it would be fun to capture two things that nobody's ever done in in combination before. So like my idea was like skeet shooting and singing at the same time. So people are like, I think his voice was really good. But all we heard was gunshots. I don't really know.
1: (laughs) Uh, That is the most random thing ever. What?
2: When you said you'd be combining two things nobody ever had before, I thought you meant a blonde mullet and a dark mustache. I That yeah, go. <laughs> it, 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 we'll go with that. What, Lindsay? What would you wanted to? You wanted to imagine <laughs> an imaginary <laughs> talent. What would to... your imaginary talent be?
1: I feel like this one has. This one's got me. Um... Everyone's asking me see yeah, my shoes. This one's kicks. got me stumped. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'd be, list. I would, I, I like I was
3: making fun of, of of Shane, but I legit would be a, a magician. I would love to be a magician. A
1: magician would be fun. Like
3: they, they just, it's just like so pure. Like how do you just, how do they do that? Like it's just awesome. Like I want to be able to do that to people. Like just hey. <laughs> <laughs> there it is hey. you know, it's just, yeah origami hey.
2: yeah so yeah i'd be a magician for sure uh, i i would be on Friedmont street at the golden nugget performing musical dad jokes. live from the golden nugget it's aspo performing musical dad jokes at the golden nugget
1: oh my god sean in the chat said we would be a jabberwocky styled dance Dance
3: oh i would totally do that too i I do wish i could
1: dance that would be actually really fun i think i would do that some sort of dance
3: jabberwockies would be dope
1: because i've just never been good at any style of dance that i did when i was a kid like i did all of it and i was equally bad at all of it really yeah
2: you just don't have rhythm apparently oh i i think Saul and i could do like cage slap fighting at the MGM as well, no. you know? Like, there could be all sorts of fun things. No, I them. hate, I like,
3: first of all, like, I don't, every time I see, like, slap fighting, I'm like, how, how, why, why? yeah, why? They
1: stand there and they literally And then they get knocked out, I'm you.
3: like, why, why even do that? I don't even understand it.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Chris says, so.
3: Chris Mellon in the chat says, Lindsay, if you listen to the Sun Devil show regularly, not just when Tree almost had a heart attack, you know that it's that's not all that random for those guys.
1: <laughs> I know. Um, they give me a lot of crap about not listening to them on a regular. basis. Oh yeah, I know. I'm really sorry. You
2: barely listen to Saul and I on a regular basis, this is nah. and you sit next to us. I have a listening I mean, problem. To apparently. be fair,
3: there's been plenty of times where Lindsay's like, "Blah blah 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 blah," and then she's like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, and I say the exact same thing she just <laughs> said because I just like zoned out. I was like, "Oh shit, where are we at right now?" <laughs>
2: I love P-Dog-006, and this is he said this multiple in chat. He wants to perform Sticks Kids in Vegas. <laughs> I I don't know that that would go over real well. Why not? Well, it's only one song that was 25 seconds long, so either I'm repeating myself a lot or it's a really short show on yeah. Vegas.
1: Uh, John Tavius in the chat. Lakers are done? Yes. Yes, <laughs> they are. Bye Lakers. So is that what we're going with? Yeah. Dancing?
3: Magic dancing and dad jokes.
1: And dad jokes?
2: Oh, all the Combine same them. Time. Yes, combine them. <laughs> well, <What? laughs>
3: and add fire.
2: Done.
3: <laughs> I'm trying to think of a joke. I couldn't think of a dad joke. <laughs> hey. Oh, like yes. the chicken
1: cross the road hey. okay bye <laughs> but for real though I think it's time to say goodbye yes, thank you guys for tuning in hey bye we Lakers <laughs> uh, we'll see you tomorrow we got another game coming up tomorrow it's a uh, back another to another LA team so uh, come join us until then you can follow me on twitter at lindsaysmithaz you can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay you can follow Saul at Saul underscore bookman and of course you can follow S-Bow we'll at be
3: back for pregame tomorrow too by the way
1: yes Espo, take us home. The Phoenix Suns
2: are the best team in the NBA. Suck it, LeBron. Suck it, AD. Suck it, West Brick. Suck it, LA. Ahoy, hoy.
3: Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Meg is in control and he ain't never gonna let go.